Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. So we're back again. Uh, as we mentioned, we've been kind of traveling a lot. Uh, I know, Corey, you've been down in L.A. quite a bit. I think you were in New York City, too, weren't you? Yeah, I was in New York um, in October. Uh, I love that city. Um, every time I go there, I'm like, I should, I should live here for a little bit. But I guess it's, it's, a, it's a great city to... When you're traveling, how do you go and like find stuff to do, like places to eat, uh, if you're not with friends? Or even if you are with friends, are you using anything? I mean, Foursquare. I mean, Foursquare is really good in New York, um, just in terms of, I feel like people are, people still actively check in yeah. in New York. It's still, because it's kind of like the hometown, the hometown favorite, yeah. uh, you know, tech startup, that and Tumblr. But like, I feel like, you know, my friends in New York who, who check in, um, are way more active than my friends in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, it's good, you know. I, you know the Explore tab on on on, on Foursquare is decent. Yeah, for a while I was I was using Foursquare as a utility, like check in, and this is just a repository of all the places I've been. So if I if I need to go, I'm like, hey, what was any of that awesome bagel shop I went to in New York City? Boom, I go, I find it. Recently, I was in Portland. Uh, never been there before. Really cool city. Uh, I was there by myself. I was just there for work, meeting with people. And open up Foursquare, and it's showing. I'm trying to find a place to go eat lunch or whatever, and it's showing me where all these places my friends have been that have already been to Portland. And uh, that's when like the light bulb went off for me. I was like, "Oh shit, that's really cool! Like, this is curated for me. My friends went here. It must be good." Uh, and then they have like the rating system. That's wait. So they knew they knew that your friends who had been in Portland had been to this place. Yeah. So it's and like so they pushed what? So it just said, "Welcome to Portland. Here's five no, places like, to go." I open it up. I open it up, and it's like, "Oh, you're in Portland," and, and it shows like places nearby and it's like Corey's been to Stumptown Coffee three times that's uh, cool that's and nice. I, I look at the stuff Stumptown Coffee 9.8 out of 10 but I'm like boom I'm gonna go get coffee here right uh, so that's, I find like a really a bunch of good lunch spots like a breakfast spot uh, really cool brewery so it's like I feel like that's really cool there's a lot of startups trying to solve the, the do you, travel do you, problem do you trust Foursquare more than Yelp um no I find that the rating system is really off in Foursquare. I mean, I still find myself going back to Yelp to, like, confirm that the place is legit, right? People are, on Yelp, take it very seriously, the reviews very seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, uh, the mood. Uh, Tuesday night anniversary dinner, walk in, and then they, they break it down for you, like, decor, ambiance, presentation, staff. I mean, as much, okay, so I love, I love Yelp as a company. I think that they have... They have reached scale in that, like, my mother uses it, and your parents probably have heard of yeah. it and use it. Foursquare isn't even close to that. Um, I mean, yeah, like, my- they, they're stuck in the problem. They're, they got they got pigeonholed into the this is the check in app where you find out what your friends are, and they're desperately trying to become more relevant and push you things based on context. Like, hey, you're near, uh, I don't know. Zaza pizza or whatever. So, but, but even even no matter how great the product is, right? If if they can't grow and and reach you know wide enough scale across consumers, then they're going to fail. And it's, for me, for me, I have I have what I call like my Persian cousin test. And so I have like <laughs> I have a ton of cousins. I have um, twenty seven first cousins on my dad's side because my dad is one of ten. But all, most of them all live in Southern California and none of them work in tech. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all, you know, 
most uh, the ones that are of age are all college educated and um, you know smart yep. you know, middle class consumers. Yep. And you know they kind of like you know were into MySpace when MySpace was big, and then they kind of got onto Facebook and like Snapchat and well, Instagram. so so I was getting there, but like you know uh, about a year and a half ago, they all started Instagramming. Like I got like twenty five new followers because yeah. all my cousins are Instagram. So for me, it's like. Once my Persian cousins start using a product, I know that they're like relevant um, in the market uh-huh. and they have a chance, you know, to and, – and I don't see Foursquare doing that. I don't see them providing – I mean Yelp has been that for, for several years now. They, I mean, you know, the average person is using Yelp. I mean Yelp just rules the SEO game. Yeah. Um, you type in the name of a restaurant, odds are since restaurants websites are so shitty that – the first result is going to be the Yelp page for that. For that. that that's what they own. They own the advertising for that. They it's kind of shady though. For, yeah, Foursquare doesn't have. I don't think Foursquare is going to can make their money off of advert. Like the ads I'm getting pushed from Foursquare are really shitty. Like, oh, sign up for Mastercard because this place accepts it. Or right. here's five bucks off Pizza Hut. I don't. It's, uh, not, it's probably not shady. I, I take that back. With Yelp, I mean, I guess I'm okay with it, but. You know, a lot of companies on Yelp are paying a couple hundred bucks a month to push down their bad reviews. You know, I mean, they're not deleting them, but they're pushing them down. Uh, maybe they're deleting them. I don't know. I don't know specifically what they're doing, but um, and you know, promoting them and kind of sort of tricking, yeah, 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 tricking, right, right, right. tricking, tricking the consumer. You can't fall in love with the way you make money. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I've I've never clicked on a. A Yelp suggested restaurant or like a sponsor yeah, or whatever. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. What, uh, what else? What else do you use in the city? Um, what else is there? Uh, I, I just think Foursquare could be do some really. Like, their API is really interesting because they have all this super local information that tons. Uh, Instagram uses the Foursquare API of like places and what's, where you are. What's, what do you think the uh, the end game is for Foursquare? They're going to get picked up by, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, Apple. You think Apple's going to pick them up? Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I think that, um, you know, Apple has improved their Maps product quite quite a bit. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've kind of messed around with it. A lot of people kind of just uh, parted ways as soon as Google Maps released in iOS. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone back. So I went back, and I'll tell you why I went back. Um, Google Maps was kind of annoying me um, with when with their redesign. Don't get me wrong; I love Google Maps, yeah. um, and and I love the turn by turn navigation UX for for Apple's um, uh, Maps app. Yeah, it's really beautiful, and it's. Um, it's really elegant and, and, and from what I've seen, they've kind of gotten their act together, but they still need to play catch up and Foursquare has essentially become the de facto location, um, API for every single mobile application. Yeah. That uses, yeah. You, Uber, you put the Foursquare, it's Foursquare locations and you're like, I'm here and boom. Instagram, up. same thing. Yeah. I mean, so, um, I'm yeah, not, I could see Apple getting them. Uh, I know. I think I, I, I think they can do a lot of cool stuff with like a customer based CRM for Foursquare. Like, sh- think about all the people that are checking in restaurant. You're like, all right, you, these are your most loyal customers that have come here a lot, and 
let me send a message to all my mail members or whatever and do something cool like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... I think they need to be built, uh, picked up by a bigger company like Facebook, maybe even. Um, Facebook... So I would say that... Um, I don't know what the numbers are, but I read something about um, how you know, most of the data that's going into Foursquare is coming from, you know, those third-party apps, uh, the, the biggest of which is Instagram. I mean, you have, uh, you know, 150 million photos yeah. being snapped a day, and uh, many of them uh, are attaching location. Yeah. And that's Foursquare. Which it, it was just really funny you brought that up because I just saw this, this quick side note. I saw this really funny video online yesterday. This is a YouTube, like, guy, comedian or whatever. And I think he was down in L.A., and he would just go to a location on Instagram and you can search out, you know, if you click yeah. on a location, you can go through it. So he'd find people that are there, click on them, look at past photos of theirs or whatever, and go up to him and be like, hey, Katie, you're Katie, right? <laughs> and then this person's freaking out, like, how do you know that? And then he's like, you just got this, you just bought a dog. No, I named so and so recently because he's got, he knows everything about oh you. And these people are freaking out, like, how do you know all this information? Like, because you're, po- you're posting it on a public like, but people don't understand. Yeah. Wow. It was, it, it's a really funny video. Uh, we'll yeah. Have, we'll add that to the blog, too. Do you, uh, do you keep your Instagram private, or is it public? Mine's public. Mine's public, too. Um, and I don't really care. I mean, I, 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 I've, I've debated even just, like, making my Facebook public because, um, you know, I don't put anything scandalous on it anyway, so yeah. I might as well keep it all open so that at least I'm, you know – Projecting and curating my presence online as as, as transparency much as is just in vogue right now. People yeah. just love that. People are eating it up. Uh, but getting back to Google, and I don't know. I just think Google Maps. I, I was unhappy with Google Maps for a little bit because it would just we don't even remember like my location, like history search. Like, hey, I'm going. I'm coming to Corey's apartment, and then I come back to the app, and it's I have to retype it in. Now they fixed that. Okay, so another another um, another reason why I've been using Apple. Uh, and you might disagree with this. So Google, as you're well aware, has been really pushing Google Plus on everybody, right? Yeah. And so when you type in something, what ends up happening is I think they've created like Google Plus accounts for like all of the location stuff on Google, right? They tried to acquire Yelp, but that didn't work out. Yeah. On Apple, it it uses Yelp. Yelp, yeah. Yeah. So you you, you type in, um, you know, Molinari's Delicatessen. The Yelp shows yep. up, and yeah, it's yeah, right yeah, there. It's true. baked in, you and see Yelp's baked into Siri too. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. Um, you know, that's actually that adds value, right? Um, it's a partnership. Whereas Google, Google kind of has that hidden agenda. You know, <sighs> they're I mean, just shoving Google Plus on everyone. So they, YouTube comments aren't going to be amazing anymore because now it's Google Plus. Well, integrated. They're just it. That is just coming straight down from the top of like but, Google but Plus do you, in every product. I mean, I, I like verified comments. I mean, because it gets rid of no, yeah, it, it, gets rid of the crap. it gets rid of crap. Like I hate I hate I hated blogs that like went away from like Facebook comments because I thought that that was like you know that kept everybody in check. Yeah, a little. No, bit. I agree. I'm just saying that that's just one example of YouTube probably was like whatever. We have comments we don't want, and then someone was like, "Listen, YouTube is run fairly autonomously from yeah. Google." And but someone Google's like, "Listen, you have to have Google Plus." Um, Comments now. I will say one one the lat I just thought of one other app that I do use for kind of city city curation mm-hmm. is Zagat, which is Google picked them up. For yeah, Google Google purchased them three million give or take. Wow, I can't believe you know that. Yeah, well, um, let's just double check that. But uh, all right, Mike is on Crunchbase now. 
Um, no, but I, I, Zagat has like a really, really great um, brand. And I, you know, they, they have, it's the wire cutter for restaurants. It, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. If you remember what we were talking about in our previous episode, I think Zagat is, is one of those, um, publications where, you know, their editors really just want to find the best restaurants Yeah, and you know, they're just people with good taste. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I do use their app every once in a while and kind of like, cause they, cause what they've done is they've kind of created sort of a magazine for each city it's more than just a zagat guide it's kind of like here are the new restaurants that opened up here's what we think of them here's some new bars um and it's totally independent of google which is pretty cool i also downloaded the diners drive-ins and dives uh app from i have not done that is it cool it's cool i found like a lot of really good just diners have you been to uh, has he he ever gone to a dive um no no no, sorry drive-ins no i don't think he's been to any drive-ins it sounds good though uh, have you been to HRD Cafe? Oh yeah, love that place. Great spot. Yeah, um, uh, one of my favorite. Brands. Are you? Are you? So switching gears here, we kind of talk about Google and actually back to Google Maps real quick. The I'm pretty amazed how fast was it Waze or Waze? Waze. How how fast Waze got integrated into Google uh, Maps? How exactly is it integrated? So if I go and I'm like, hey, uh, give me directions to Sacramento, uh-huh. it will show me real-time traffic or whatever, and then it'll show me, like, a little hazard signs, like, hey, this is where road construction is happening in this Powered by Waze. Uh, this is three accidents are here, and you click on it, it's like Powered by Waze. So there's already Waze notifications in Google Maps. Wow, wow, that's amazing. No, Google Maps is an incredible product. I think that they've had a few kind of missteps, um, a, a kind of uh, a, a product that not many people use or at least friends of mine don't use is the explore tab under, under Mm -hmm. uh, Google maps. So like if you press search and you go explore nearby, you kind of have like this really neat little, um, sort of magazine of like, of of a ton of stuff to, to kind of search within maps. Um, it kind of borders on creepy sometimes. Have you noticed like with, uh, with like the integration of, uh, of Google Maps and Google Now. Google Now is creepy, but it's really it's good cool. Creepy. It's like a good kind of creepy. Yeah. So my favorite, my favorite uh, experience with that is I was in LA for a week, so like nine days, like two weekends and then a week yeah. um, in the spring, and I went to the same Starbucks in Manhattan Beach um, Monday through Thursday okay. every single day, and then on that Friday. I opened up uh, – I think I opened up Google and I just like like scrolled up to Google Now and it basically said 12 minutes with traffic to office and it thought that I worked at that Starbucks. <laughs> so it knew that I was waking up in the morning and going to that Starbucks in the morning and it just assumed that that it, was my office because that's where I was leaving home at a certain time, going to this other place in the morning yeah. and then coming back to that other place at yeah. the night. about yeah, about a year ago when Google Now came out on the Android or whenever that time frame was, uh, one of my co-founders had an Android and pulled pulled it down and uh, it knew like something super crazy and we're like, how does Google Now know that? And it was like pulling crazy data out of Gmail to give him some sort of a notification about some event tomorrow that he's attending that didn't have a calendar. There was no calendar invite for it. It wasn't on his calendar, wow. but it knew. Um, I got one of those on Wednesday and it was creepy 
but I liked it again. It, I'm I'm really excited for the future of the the smart app like Google Now, and then there's like Tempo and all these other calendar refresh. Things. Have you used that? Uh, I'm not a big refresh fan. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. it. That's just a CRM refresh IQ. Yeah. Well, whatever it is. No, it's the it's, it's an app. Yeah, refresh IQ. That's okay, it. so it's probably it's probably the same thing. Uh, I mean, I, I've had I've had like calls where I haven't even, and this is also kind of bordering on creepy. Where I had a call with um, somebody, but I didn't I didn't I didn't send them a calendar invite. Yeah. So you know, John Smith, right? And um, and I put their name in like call with John Smith, but I didn't send them a calendar invite. So like. Um, you know, the app doesn't know yeah. the email, but it still gave me a refresher on the right person with their LinkedIn. I, I, yeah. I don't know how they found the yeah. right person. That's, that's kind crazy. of bizarro, but, yeah. uh, I don't know. Do you think Google's trying to take over the world? Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're an advertising company. And so anything that helps them serve and deliver better ads, um, to, to give their advertising partners more, uh, uh allow them to make more money is, it's going to be beneficial to their core business and, you know, getting into the home with Google shopping, you know, you're going to understand my offline, yeah. uh, my offline tastes. Think about all the big moonshot initiatives, uh, Google has right now. Uh, so they have Google glass, wearable technology. They have, uh, Google express same day, sh- like logistics coming from retailers. Which Google Glad or Google Shopping is an extraordinary, extraordinarily innovative product, and it's probably the least innovative and least ambitious of all of, yeah. of, of their offerings. They have um, Google Fiber, like putting in high speed internet everywhere. They have self driving cars. They have. What about the balloon? What's the balloon? The balloon is, I think. Somewhat similar to Google Fiber, but they're trying to—they're trying to give internet to the entire world, even where there aren't any oh, fiber optic yeah, cables. That's amazing. So they've developed that, like some special projects team. Oh, developed I, yes. this hot air balloon, or it's—it's it's like a bunch of balloons in tandem that uh, are relaying Wi-Fi frequency or something signal. Uh, across like Africa, yeah. So that you know, remote villages in Africa have access to high speed internet. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. They just made a huge investment in Uber. So it's like, are we going to have self driving Ubers in ten years come and pick us up? Absolutely, because Google doesn't know right now where you uh, where, where you go after you you know you leave your computer. Yeah, they do. Google now does. You just well, Google now do. does. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, so what, so, so what, what do you think their play is there? Why do, why do they want to get involved in, in self-driving cars? How does that uh, further their core business? I don't know. I just read some like everything has to go back to search. That's where they make all their money. Yeah. It's advertising. Uh, 98% still of their revenue is, um, is ad sales. Yeah. And anything that gets you to go back to Google to use, like open up what? Yeah. It's just, I read what, this what, crazy what article on Wired. It's like, uh, Google putting these initiatives together so other companies like that are might be a competitor are like doing this so that it doesn't they don't go after search. Yeah, search is a holy grail, so they want to protect search. So like, all right, we're gonna go make Google Plus so Facebook doesn't think about making search. So Facebook, when they wake up, they think about all right, what's Google Plus doing, not what's Google Search doing. Which is why Amazon is really kind of one of their biggest competitors, right? Yeah. 
Um, because Amazon at this point pretty much owns the infrastructure of the internet with AWS. And it's going to be a $50, $50 billion business, I think in a couple of years. And that's not even their core business. That's kind of like a, that was a side, like a fun side project. Their core business now has gotten to the point where you don't search for products in Google. You go directly to Amazon. Yeah. I mean, Amazon is, is, is a, is a, a web destination in and of itself. Yeah. And, you know, as much as Google would like to think that people are going into the search bar for products, they're going straight to Amazon. And Amazon, like as we talked about uh, last episode, is an incredible, incredible product um, and service and will only get better because um, of their ability to streamline their operations, to, to, to streamline their logistics so that they can bring products to people as quickly as possible. It's an amazing company. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite Google products? Because there are a lot of them. Like what? What are some of the things that like you can't know. live without? This is really dumb to say, but yesterday I was just like, "What would I do without Google?" Uh, search, search, yeah. Like I've been spending a lot of time putting, uh, getting companies set up on Visible, uh-huh. and I just go. I have a keyboard shortcut. I go IMG space, which searches Google Images, and I just put this like no name startups logo in. It's boom, there it is, like the perfect logo I can put on. I was just like, "Wow, what would I be doing without that?" Uh, but so the, my favorite Gmail. Gmail. Is, I mean, then, like if Gmail didn't exist, like starting tomorrow. I what mean, what would you use? What would we use? There's like probably there's, iCloud. There's Gmail, and then there's like everything else. Fifty pounds of shit, and then there's everything else. Like no offense to all these other companies, but like it's not even close. No, it's not even close. And you look down upon someone, they're like, "Hey, what's your email?" They're like, "Oh, it's uh, Mike Pruce at Yahoo.com." You're like, "Oh my god," or Hotmail. So, um, Yahoo Mail, you know, in terms actually, of like UX, they're getting better. It's getting better. Getting better. Um, Apple Mail, as much as I love, I love Apple. Apple, I love Apple. Um, they and just I've always missed the mark on software products. They could be so much better. I mean, look, okay, so I know it's, you know, Apple's kind of this lifestyle brand. They're a hardware company. Their money is not in in software uh, offerings. I mean, they just gave away OS Mavericks for free. Yeah, it was a free upgrade. That tells you how much they care about software. Yeah, um, they want you addicted to their ecosystem, and they want you to continue to buy their high end products because of planned obsolescence. So you know, I, I buy buy a new iPhone every two years, buy a new tablet every two years. And you know, the what I'm really interested to see how this all shakes out is. You mentioned like tied into their ecosystem. I'm not really tied into Apple's ecosystem at all. Um, yeah, you are. No, you know who you are. iMessage. Yeah, but like uh, I'm cool with GChat now. Like, uh, you know, Google or Google Hangouts, whatever. Yeah, it's Google Hangouts. Um, like, if I woke up tomorrow and they're like, "All right, you have to use um, Android phone," I'd be totally cool with that. Not totally cool with it, but okay. I've gotten really, really. What Apple up. products do you use besides the non-hardware? Non-hardware that I can't live without um, is iMessage, and I could, I, we could spend an entire episode about messages. why I think that, and nobody, nobody has talked about this as far as I've seen, you know, in the tech blogosphere about Apple's place in the social networking wars. I mean, Apple. I mean, iMessage 
is what all the a lot of these companies are going after. I mean, Snapchat is not competing with Instagram. They're competing with iMessage. Yeah. They're competing with group texts in iMessage. They're competing with a text to you. I don't want to text you. I want to Snapchat you so that it goes Who away. Who you text is your true social graph. Yeah. And um, the way that – I mean, they don't get enough of credit for this. But the way that they baked in um, a uh, – a non-SMS messaging service within an SMS messaging service. And basically everybody had it and they didn't even know that they had it and they didn't even know they don't even need SMS anymore was brilliant. It's like, it's genius. Like, and you see the way Google handled this, um, with hangouts. Um, hangouts is really, really, um, complicated. It's a really complicated product. It could be so much better. It's just be tied to my email address, just like iMessage. But have you seen, have you played around with this, like, the new Nexus 5? No. Uh, so, Stefan, a friend of ours, um, works at Google, and um, he just got a new Nexus 5, and I was playing around with it, and he was showing me, because there's a lot more Hangout integration, yeah. right? So, it's integrated within the SMS app, yeah. kind of sort of like what Apple did uh, yeah. last year um, with, you know, baking it, making it all in. But it's still... Um, because, because of that, like Gmail, Gchat element, um, it's, it's tough to, it's tough for the end user to kind of like figure out where they're messaging from, right? Are you messaging me from Gmail? Are you messaging from SMS? Are you messaging me from Hangouts, which is not SMS or Gmail? It's like, (laughs) there's like these three weird things and it's complicated. And if you're not super techie, my grandmother would not be able to use it. Every person understands iMessage. Right. I mean, iMessage is baked into the current, your current workflow. It's a tech, you open a text, but yeah, I, it, uh, it's going to be tough. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that's probably the only one with Apple. Oh, well, no, that's not true. Um, uh, I mean, well, I don't use all iTunes, your, all iTunes my, as much. All but, my files are in Google Do- or Drive, Google Drive or Dropbox. I get all my music from Spotify now. I'm in Chrome 95% of the day. Uh, I'm creating anything I'm creating in word processing is happening in Google Docs. Uh, Keynote, I'll use that for presentations, but I'm sure I can find something that will complement that pretty well. So if I had to buy a personal computer, I've been saying this a lot recently, but if I had to buy a personal computer, I'd buy the $300 uh, Chromebook. I I can't deal with the Chromebook. I I, I like the idea, but... um... Don't you spend... I spend my whole day in the browser. Right. I do too. I, I, I do mostly. Um, but I still, I still want some accessibility, um, to, to other products. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you could do it. You definitely could do it. And so to answer your question, I think iTunes, maybe not today, but I think, I think iTunes radio is a really, really great product. And I think it's going to put Pandora out of business and you can, I mean, I guess I'm putting that on tape now, but, um, I've been enjoying Spotify radio. Spotify radio is good too, but, um, it's baked in, it's baked in, yeah. it's in the music app. It's on the front page of every iPhone. When you download, yeah, you and I are not the masses right. and this is, this is radio. When you open up music, it's right there and their content is great. And you know, it's quick and artists love it, right? It's right. You know, you can, you can download or the single for 99 yeah. cents right from right there. Um, it's, it's a great service. I think, I think, um, Apple's onto something there, but you know, those two products are probably the two, uh, that are most important to me, but, but you're right. Yeah. I mean, Google, Google really has 
nailed the software ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, what Apple does incredibly well is hardware. There's no question about that. And, like, for instance, the fingerprint scanner on your iPhone, people, this has been around for years now. Like, the, the thumbprint on your computer yeah, or whatever. IBM, uh, the IBM ThinkPad. Never worked. Like, they took a mediocre product that has never worked, but the technology has been pretty cool, and Apple made it amazing. And, you know, and you know they, um, they probably could have um, pushed it two years ago, like the iPhone 4S or something like yeah. that. Waited until it was perfect. I wonder what the end game is there. Um, Mobile wallet. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're not really in the payment space. They don't own any payments coming companies. They they have no. They don't. Yeah, touch. They have like what three hundred million. Uh, I don't know. Two to three hundred million credit cards on file because of iTunes. Uh, one more software you forgot to mention: the App Store. Okay, have you have you messed around on Google Play? I mean, do you want to go to Google Play instead of like the App Store experience? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you yeah. want to wait six to eight months or maybe a year for like the best new uh, software startup to to have enough bandwidth to to develop an Android app while your iPhone friends have people are going had Android Force. Some people are some some some, and, and and I think I think it's getting a lot closer. But I think you know, Apple is so developer friendly. It's uh, I know it's harder to to actually get to. Um, you know, to get cleared, I think it's like a longer process to yeah. like get it cleared. But um, their their software development kit is is super easy. Yeah, everybody from what I've heard, I'm not a developer, but it's it's just it's still I think the go to for for most for most developers. Is that fantastical on your home your home bar? Love fantastical. I actually really hate the Apple uh, Calendar. It's one of the few things I really despise um, about the new iOS. I actually, I just switched back to it. I was using Sunrise, and then Sunrise got hacked, and I was. I got kind of I got kind of scared with Sunrise too. And I got hacked, and I was like, "Well, all my shit's connected to this." And usually, if something gets hacked, I'm like, "Whatever." For my calendar, though, and it's because it's connected to my Gmail. It's connected to my work email. Um, <clears throat> the reason I like Fantastical is I really like this view. I really like the full calendar mm-hmm. where I can see how many items mm-hmm. are on a specific day. So, for example, um, November 28th, um, I think that's Thanksgiving. There's three things there. Yeah. I don't know what else. I think maybe a birthday or something. But you can see here, like, October 29th looked like a busy day. And I can I can click it and then see what the day was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Apple Apple's... Default software, I think, could always be improved. It's always kind of... I wonder what the next big product is coming from them. They haven't had anything earth-shattering. You were like, oh, my God. Everyone knew that the 5S was coming out. Yeah, but earth-shattering, by definition, takes time, right? Like, they... Yeah, but is it going to be a watch? Is it going to be a TV? Is it going to be... It could be any of those things. I mean, before... Before the iPhone, I mean, pre-iPhone was only six years ago. And look how much the world has changed. Like the consumer, yeah, the yeah, consumer yeah. industry. Six years ago. Um, you were on a BlackBerry. You were, you, were on a, you were on a BlackBerry or I had a Samsung, um, uh, like oh, it wasn't yeah. even a smartphone. It was like a flip yep. little thing with no apps. Um, and And now I'm... I don't know. I'm doing everything on my iPhone. I'm buying buying clothes. I'm playing more playing and more FIFA and more time. It's going to mobile. I mean, it's been said for the last three years, 
but you don't realize how true it actually is. Yeah, I mean, we're. I mean, look what Blunk's doing over there. I mean, he's 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 fully operational as a as a as a business on a on an iPad Air. Yeah. Pretty cool. Should we leave it at that? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. You have to have your your tidbit for this episode. Well, what's your tidbit? Uh, I'm not big on mobile games, uh, but Quiz Up just came out. Super, uh, you guys in front of me. Super addicting. And it's a lot of fun. It's a really well done gaming app. It's just uh, you can play real time. You can play asynchronously. What's your best category? Uh, well, and that's the other thing. The category chases are amazing. They have they the are. wire. Uh, Man, man, they have Breaking Bad. Ooh, I think I played. The math is fun too because it's uh, you can get up to twenty points per question, and then it, every second it goes down. Uh, so you're like nineteen, eighteen. So like the the time's clicking, and you're playing against someone, and you're like, "What is eighty three minus forty four? And you're like, uh, "Oh, that's with math." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah my, the one the the category that I think that I'm like highest in is Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like such a limited amount of knowledge about like one basketball yeah. player, so a, a lot of questions are repeating. So it's kind of almost like not fair. Um, but yeah, I'll be. It, I'm excited, excited to see what I think they had a million and a half downloads in the first week, um, which is cool. I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, so my tidbit, um, I don't know what my tidbit is. Um, why don't you give us another tidbit, and then if I can't think of one, I'll, I'll, I'll give two, two uh, next week. I don't think I have another tidbit right now off the top of my head. That's kind of tough. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that excited me this week. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give one quick one if we go back to Gmail. Um, one of the reasons that, that Gmail is so much better than every, every other um, mail application is all of the really awesome... Uh, extensions and plugins, yep. right? Um, I'm reliant on them now. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't use regular Mac Mail or yeah. any other um, proxy. Yeah. I have to like, I have to be on the web. Um, my favorite one is this one called um, Signals, which um, is kind of like Yesware. Have you heard of Yesware? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I you think tickling with excitement. Yeah, it allows you to. Um, it's a it's a free plugin for Gmail that allows you to track emails uh, to see they how many times them. someone has opened an email, if they've clicked on any links within the email, uh, when the last time was they looked at it, or if they never read it. And so it can be helpful for. Does it put a pixel in there? And I don't know. I'll, we'll have to test it out. I'll send you one right now. Okay. Um, and yeah, because yeah, let's just test it. I don't want to get the, the nerdy shit, but yeah. they put the pixel in there. Which means it's an image. Then you have to have make sure they display images. Yeah. From so the then they know. And then, uh, well, they don't necessarily know, but uh, that's how. Because you might be getting like false positives or whatever. Right. Or false negatives. Wait. Like, why? 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 So would it be false? Uh, you send me an email. I don't accept images, but I read it anyways. You wouldn't know that I actually read that email. Gotcha. Because I didn't accept the image, so the pixel never fired. Gotcha. Gotcha. If they're using a pixel, I don't know. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I find that uh, useful for, um, for like, time-sensitive stuff, yeah. right? uh, especially, like, business development. Yeah. Um, you know, if you... That's a great sales tool. Yeah. And so I, I don't do a lot of sales, but we do, you know, business development um, with new potential clients. Yeah. And, you know, it's, good, it's, 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 it's nice to, to, to see if, um, 
a potential client is looking at your email three or four times. Yeah. That kind of is a signal signal that uh, that they um, that they might be interested. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I think there's a ton of cool. I was just telling you earlier about the Google Hangouts plugin, which. Um, yeah, that's cool. Which which kind of you. You can pay in Gmail now with the the little dollar thing. Wow, they're just doing everything. Reportive's really cool. Um, we didn't talk about Google Plus, but um, there's nothing to be said about it. Well, social is really important. Yeah, I mean, yeah. social influence is incredibly important for for context in, yeah. in everything, shopping, um, uh, search. But until until next time, after the holidays, we'll we'll get back with. Yeah, I'm glad we got two out of the way. Yeah, feels good. Feels real good. I'm gonna go watch all you play last one minutes basketball here. Hop in the jacuzzi after. Uh, jacuzzi, like how we do nice. every time. I think I'll pass out. If I go to the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling.